Oh dear. What did you do last night? What did you say? Was there a time in the evening where you could have stopped? And for whatever reason, you said, Ah, nuts. To hell with it. I'm gonna go there. Another drink, another snack, smart-ass comment. Just nothing that you had to do. But you just felt compelled? Hi. It's Jim. And you're listening to Jim Bits. For years... When I would meet new people, I would test them. My wife will attest to this fact. Our first date was late in November. And I think we went for a three-hour walk in the cold. Why? I wanted to be with somebody who who would go for a three-hour walk in the cold with me. So it was kind of a test. She says that I was testing her in many different ways. I'm a testy guy. I am a human being who's obviously difficult to be with. Back to testing. I used to say things, slightly inflammatory things, increasingly more inflammatory things with people just to see what they would do, just to see if they'd stick around. It was a compulsion, almost an an addiction for me. It turned out the payoff was I'd get to feel bad. It turned out the payoff was I could keep people away so they wouldn't let me down. We're all addicted in some way, shape, or form, protecting ourselves from, from disappointment protecting ourselves from the unknown pleasure of being satisfied. The addictive part of ourselves is the part that holds on to a sense of who we are, a sense of what this is, a sense of what we have to do in order to survive. And addiction comes with a compulsion. It's a it's a a drive, it's it's something internal. And I'm not talking about caffeine. I'm not talking about nicotine or any of the other substance addictions that could plague our lives. I'm talking about behavioral addictions. A friend of mine is an addictions counselor. He's really quite good at it. And he says, all addicts are liars. They're just bullshitters. And the first person they lie to is themselves. So, I will guess this. We're all addicts. We're all addicted to something. We're all trying to find a way to avoid uncomfortable feelings. And that avoidance 
is addictive. It's a loop that we do. (laughs) So we're all lying to ourselves in the beginning. On the other side of it, we're hiding from the shame, from the embarrassment, from the self-hatred, from the Oh, God, what the heck was I doing there? Or, if you're a people pleaser, why did I say yes to this? I I felt like I had to, or I had to. Right? Nobody had a gun to your head, but you had to. You were driven. You had to, or else what? That's the real question. You had to do this, or else what? What would happen? If the answer is, you might be uncomfortable. That's a sign that that's a compulsive, kind of addictive behavior. Hey, we are hardwired to look for pleasure and enjoy. No, look for pleasure and avoid pain. Well, some of us are hardwired to look for pleasure and enjoy pain, but that's not what I'm trying to say here. Meow. Trevor moment. Trevor is my cat, for those of you who don't know Trevor. And for those of you who do, he's becoming a very big boy. Although he's incredibly naughty. I digress. So ask yourself... On this first day of the year, what is it that I feel driven, compelled, just moved to do that I can't stop myself from doing behaviorally? Making yourself small, saying you're sorry, taking appointments that you don't want to take anymore, providing services you don't want to provide, getting hooked into other people's drama. All of these are addictive and avoidant behaviors. How does this impact your work? How does this impact your relationship with your clients, the people you're trying to serve? And if you approach this with a level of awareness where your compulsion was less a compulsion and more of a choice... How could that transform your life, transform your business, transform your intimate relationships? Might be something to think about and carry with you in this new year. And do you know somebody who has compulsive behaviors that you can see that they can't? Because it's so much easier to see somebody else's addictive behavior than our own. Just like, you know, I go and get my hair cut by my hairdresser because I can't see the back of my head, let alone have one ounce of the skill that he has. He's got more skill and creativity in his pinky finger when it comes to making me look good than I do in my entire body. Right? talent but we go to people to see the back of our heads right so is there somebody else who might need this podcast share it with them and subscribe 
to gym bits. Daily, gooey, sweet bits of gym delivered directly into your ear hole. Because when you're trying to make change in your life, sometimes you need to be able to see the back of your head. But I fundamentally believe you can do it. You'll find a way.